Never seen a body on a woman like this. The big titties. They got to be fake. Please, somebody do some research. No, they Go. don't look fake. They move when she moves. Well, that is the best titty job they I've ever seen. are the most incredible breasts ever. But they're, but, but wait a second. It's impossible for a titties. woman that thin to have titties that big. I've never seen that in, in, in nature. She pulled it off. I'm telling no. you, they move I guarantee like real you, breasts. Titties. How much you want to bet that those are fake? I'll go. All right, I'll, I'll bet go. you a hundred bucks. All right, okay, you're on. How are we gonna find out? We're, we're on it. We'll research it. <laughs> are we on it? I hope we're, we're on, on it. it. We're researching it right <laughs> now. This woman, Tasha, gorgeous girl. I mean, and you know, I always I go crazy. I watch this show. I'm like, how the fuck do these people get time off from work? They're in their twenties. This is when they should be working and forming a career. Then I read her job was taking people's blood or something. Yes, is like, she a phlebotomist? A phlebotomist. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I thought that was people who cleared your lungs of phlegm. <laughs> no. I mean, what is a phlebotomist? And they take blood. That's And I go, no wonder and she's on the And they start IVs, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, what a horrible. Now she says she wants to be an interior decorator or something. You know, she's of like, course now she that, does. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> now that she's gorgeous, showbiz. Gorgeous woman. And, uh, you know, of course, at the end of her thing. She got it down to three people, two white guys and a black guy. The black guy was perfect for her. The black, one of the white guys, listen to this. One of the white guys was in rehab twice. He supposedly wrote bad checks or, or tried to take a check from his own father. You know what yeah. I mean? Yes. The other white guy, military guy, Bubba, had some issues, tried to kill himself twice. The black guy, These Ivan. These are the finalists. <laughs> this is the finalist. The black guy, Ivan. This guy has a real job, a great job. He's like some kind of like uh, computer technical genius. Went to top school. Handsome. Who she get rid of? You tell me. What did he say? You know, I missed an episode. What did he say to her about religion? Because when she was throwing him out. Ridiculous. He, he's got some kind of uh, one of those religions that aren't Christian or Jewish. That one you never heard. Oh, and I, okay. okay. And I, that I admit, bothered that, her. That was a good. Bothered me, just honestly. Just look waiting for the, the right excuse to get rid of him. I only like two religions, so uh, I don't know. <laughs> But it seems to me having a real job is the kiss of death on The Bachelor. But this guy, the one guy, she, the guy she ended up choosing. Now listen to this. Yeah, I worry about that. Yes, I do worry about her now. The guy, the guy she ended up choosing. I mean, he seemed like a nice enough guy. Don't get me wrong. He's a fan of our show. I know that. Oh, is he? Um, yeah, yeah. But he was celebrate. He was. Now, now tell me if I had this wrong, because you watch. He was making a toast. With champagne to his nine years of sobriety. I am so glad you're bringing this up because I'm like, what is in that glass? You're talking about your nine years sober and you, and she's toasting everything. Remember yeah. when the, every time the family got together, they yeah. all had drinks, but he has every a glass, time, but and he's got a glass when the family's toasting too. So and is then he... when they're sitting down with the right. champagne, yeah. he's got, it looked like champagne to me. Yeah. So I'm saying they never explained that. I mean, if he's sober, you can't drink, right? I mean, that's what I Well, thought. that's what I've heard. Nine years sober means yeah. you're not doing anything. And the dude was incredibly sweaty all the time. I'm like, man, what's it? He must be, he must be dying for some, something to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But anyway, I didn't know. What was happening? Oh, Zach says they used apple cider or ginger ale. Well, why didn't they say that on the show so that people yeah, would get so the message? Yeah, so he wouldn't think that Chase is pulling him off his sobriety. I turned to my wife. I go, what is this? He's toasting his sobriety with a glass of champagne. You can't uh, do that. I don't think. I've never heard of that. <laughs> right. Oh, all right. So it was ginger ale or. Uh... All right. Hmm. I have an they answer on the plastic. That. I have an answer on the plastic surgery. Go ahead. Okay. So according to Tasha, she said, I think there's a stigma that if you're on reality TV, you have to get work do done. But I did not up until Give recently. Me. Oh, <laughs> up oh. until recently. 
The first thing I ever had done was lip filler. She said, okay. I turned 30. Botox is something I am open to, but apparently yeah. she did not have work on her breasts. Bullshit. She, you don't know that. You said, hold it. Excuse me, Robin. I don't mind pain. I, I would like my hundred dollars. Yeah. Listen, you, she said, I got Botox. She didn't say what else she did. Those titties cannot be real. There's no fucking way. No I way. was looking titties. at the angle of the dangle and everything. Howard. They're real. No, no. Titty doctors have gotten real good at the angle of the dangle. <laughs> you know, guys have spent a lot of time perfecting that. She claims she's had no work done to other than lip injections. No, That's the I, only I, thing that she's had done. Okay, well, then I owe you a hundred bucks. Thank you. I'll pay you as soon as the um, pandemic's over. <laughs> I'll mail you a check. Oh, and I do have a and I do have a list of people who got to the island and got off and Go ahead. reasons why. Good, you're quick. So there's well, there's a great quiz that I found. So the uh, ah. wrong way Feldman <laughs> crash landed on the island the uh, during the first season. Who's that? And uh, he was a pilot who apparently was confused and right. ended up crashing. So. Um, they get together and, you know, they, they, he manages to fix the plane, but before, and they teach Gilligan how to fly. He teaches Gilligan how to fly the plane at secret in secret at night, but Gilligan gets confused by the instructions. And then they find Gilligan, who then says wrong way, actually took off in the plane and forgot them. And that's how they get left. Yeah. See, that's and, what I mean. That's and horrible. by the way, wrong, wrong way comes back for an episode in the later season and leaves him once again. So, so why would Marianne love that moron Gilligan who fucking like screwed up? He's with the, the plane. reason they're still stuck. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Do you remember and how? Why is the, he teaching? Why is he teaching Gilligan to fly the plane? Why not just fly the fuck out of there? I have no idea. Do, do you <sighs> remember though when they would play their evil evil twins, like when Tina Louise played Eva Grubb, who was her ugly duckling cousin, and and she managed to disappear. Don Rickles I... came to the island. Jaja Gabor came to the island. Now, how did Jaja uh, get off the island? <laughs> Jaja came on um, as I believe Erica Tiffany Smith, right? And um, she. I don't have. <laughs> how did she life. get off? I mean, she's an idiot. How did she figure out how to get off? <laughs> I'm not sure how she did. Right. A, 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 a surfer named Duke showed up. I remember. Yeah, surfboard. remember the surfer. Yeah, okay. and then he surfed and out, right? And then he, he left. surfed. He surfed out, and then on that radio, <laughs> right. this is great. They hear that he got back to Hawaii, but when he arrived, he hit his head on a rock and suffered amnesia, and therefore right. did not remember that they were stranded right. on the island nearby. Dopey surfer. <laughs> yeah, I remember there, there's, an, there's another one where they're all set to go back but Gilligan sets his watch to Manila time and as a result they miss the chance to go off with whoever's right. going to rescue them that time what an imbecile and Marianne loved him and Ginger you claim loved him I didn't, I didn't pick up on that there were episodes where Ginger right. absolutely hit on Gilligan yeah my god what a fucking show <laughs> there was oh, anyway <laughs> Rest in peace, uh, Don Wells. Don Wells, yeah. Uh, Last one, Howard. I'll stop. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. At, at the end no. of season two, there was a band called the Mosquitoes that came off. That got, they were like a monkeys, Beatles kind of band. And somehow right. they were able to leave and, and they couldn't get them off the island. Didn't they? I think I remember that episode. Didn't they do a performance and like, like Ginger and Marianne were like groupies? Yes. Yes. For the, for the Mosquitoes? Right. Yeah, By the way, yeah. all with their electric guitars, <laughs> drum set, everything. <laughs> everything right. worked. Yeah. All set. And awesome. uh, well, Professor somehow. rigged the whole thing so it would of work. Of course. Of course. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Uh, by the way, uh, let me just uh, remind you. Hmm. Uh oh. I see we're going to have a problem. What? I'm just going to do a commercial, but I don't, I don't know what I did with the copy. You know, I don't oh, have any boy. staff anymore to keep me organized. And no book. I have no book of copy. <laughs> this is not going to work out. Let me see if I can find my commercial. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> 
What happened to my staff? <laughs> I'm a big star in radio. I should have a staff. This is like now if I was The Bachelor, but there was no Chris Harrison, I'd just be alone in a room. Right, like part of uh, this season. Yeah. Hold on a second. This guy, he says he knows Tasha's tits are real. That's, yeah, Who's Chris, this what up? guy? Who are you that you know? Hey, what up? What up? Well, I mean, as a connoisseur of titty like yourself, you, you've got to know those things are real, man. They're not. They are. Oh, it's impossible on, for a girl on, that skinny to have titties that big. You First of all, you lose titty fat when you lose that much weight. There's How no do you know she lost way. weight? Well, it's, she's it's super skinny. Like the she's guys with the extra. No, they don't compare. Pe- uh, Chris, I got to go. You don't know what anything. What is he saying? Something he's saying, stupid. Yeah, something stupid. He's saying, well, black guys have big penises, but they're thin. And I'm like, no, the, the, titty That's not has the nothing. same. Exactly. He's comparing titties to penis. And and what's the matter with it? Why did he have to make it racial? Because that's what people do. That's why we're in the mess we're in. That's right. <laughs> What a mess we're in. We're trying to nullify the black vote, didn't you hear? Oh, I see. I see what's going on. <laughs> oh, believe me, I know. Um, so much going on. Take a couple of calls and say good morning to people. Um, Pocket. Ooh, Jesus. What the hell is that? Hello, hello. Yes, Pocket. Go ahead, California. Pocket. Hey, now. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. By the way, speaking yeah, of New Year's, I uh, I did now. that thing that I do every year. Last year I couldn't do it, but I did it this year. I I tweeted out I'm going to call some fans. So New Year's Eve, I I called a bunch of fans, and I want to make oh, a. Did a, you? Yes. Where the hell was and my you know, call? What is that pocket? Where the hell was my call? Well, I'll tell you what happened. I was sitting there with my wife. My wife goes, "We're doing that thing we do where we call people." I said, what do you mean? What do you mean we're doing it? She had already uh, Instagrammed out that we were going to do it, and she had already had a bunch of phone numbers from people. I said, well, I, I don't feel like doing it. And she said, no, we're doing it. And she tells me what I'm doing every day. So I said, okay. So we sat down on the couch, and then I said, well, if we're going to do it, let me um, let me tweet them. I never tweet. I never use my account. So I said, I got a, a bunch of people following me on there. Let me uh, tweet out to them, too, not just your Instagram. Right. And, uh, but she was annoyed with that for some reason, but I did it anyway. I did it anyway. And, um, yeah, we, uh, we got on the phone. I say we, we must have called about 25 people. Really? Between her Instagram and my, uh, and my, my Twitter. Wow. That's a lot of calling. A lot of calling. We got on with people. Some people, very few of them, actually. First of all, I got to say, we have the nicest listeners. Um, you know, there's a concept out there that if you listen to this show, you're some sort of mutant. <laughs> but uh, I'm telling you, I spoke to uh, I, I, some wonderful stories. I spoke to an ex-military guy who was going through a tough time. I, but, but you don't, you don't know. You're randomly calling people. You don't right. know who you're calling. Right. I called a woman who was going through breast cancer, and she um, uh, she just lost her mother a couple of years to go to cancer, and it's a particularly hard time for her. I spoke to people from um, uh, Kentucky, two guys from Kentucky, two separate phone calls. Uh, one guy was a truck driver, uh, a guy in Boston, Pittsburgh, Long Island. Um. There, there was was somebody a frontline worker was it was the guy a doctor or I, you know I, it was just such a smattering of people from all over the country and I just randomly whoever was on there I tried to call as many people as I could I couldn't get to everybody but I gotta tell you I mean a couple of people are like I don't know why they sent in their phone number I'd go like hey man hey hey is this uh, Pittsburgh Joe and the guy goes yeah. I go, hey, Joe, it's Howard Stern and and Beth, and, and uh, we want to wish you a happy new year. Oh, right. Happy new year. Yeah. Uh, so what are you doing? Nothing. Just sitting here. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, I wanted to wish you a happy new year and wish you good health and uh, thank you for listening and, uh, you know. 
Oh, thank you, Howard. Okay, bye. Bye. You know, like like you're like well, he had nothing to say, right? But but most of the people were uh, lovely and and had something to say. And uh, well, that's wonderful of you. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, a couple of people awkward. Co- if I want awkward conversation, I just call Fred. I, I don't need to, uh, <laughs> you don't need people, uh, somebody no. to send you a number for an awkward no. conversation. No, I got Fred <laughs> and JD for that. Are you kidding? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I called a bunch of people, and that was nice. And I, and I felt good afterwards. I felt really, really good doing well, it. Well, I'm glad then that you went through with it. Yeah. Yeah, Beth was right. And she goes, doesn't that make you feel good? I go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, had a, we had a bit of an argument. For first, we never argue. We had an argument in bed last night. Well, We were watching a show, and she got angry with me, and I'm trying to remember why. Because it's so rare that we even have an argument. But there was something. Something like about the show or something about how you're watching it? What what, what could have I think Howard, Howard wanted to watch a more hetero show than Bachelor. <laughs> no, not me. You know what my wife and I watch? I swear to God. Um, the whole vacation, we every day of vacation for an hour, we watched The Crown. And I know, Robin, you had kept telling me to, to watch yeah. The Crown. Uh, but, oh, my God, it's got to be, on Netflix, it's got to be the best television show I've ever seen. Hands down. Really? Wow. The Crown. The that Crown. Is high praise. It is mm. unbelievable. The, 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 the cinematography, each episode is like a movie. The, the acting, uh, oh my God, it's just, and you know, I didn't give a shit about the Royal family. I'm American and I, and I'm repulsed by the idea of it, but I actually even got a little bit of an appreciation for what the Royal family represents there. And it's so well acted and it is such a great show. And that's all I'm going to say about it. It's, it's, it's fantastic. That's it. There's nothing else to say. You know, it's fantastic. And if you don't watch it, you're making a mistake. There, I you said know, You it. were upset that they, that Netflix uh, canceled uh, Lost in Space. Yes. I got to tell you, I I think it's because of the Amazon show, um, The Expanse, because that shit is way better than Lost in Space. First of all, do you think they canceled Lost in Space? I didn't hear they canceled it. I the, hadn't the sh- heard that either. I was going to say, did it, that just come out? The, the show that I was upset that Netflix canceled was um, the, the woman, um, Hillary Swank, was the star of a, they go to Mars. Oh, what was it called? The Way? Yeah, the way or something away. like that. Away, away. They should have. I mean, it was fantastic. Okay, away. Okay, that's what I mean. That show is that show is similar to The Expanse, except The Expanse is five seasons long, as it is, and it's ninety five percent CGI in space. Hmm. The Expanse. What's that on? It's Netflix, Amazon. right? Or is Amazon? No, Amazon. Okay. Right, hold on, and it's done by the same uh, guy that did Children of Men, which is a really awesome movie. All right, be quiet for a second. Watch The Expanse on Amazon. On Amazon. Yeah, now it's in my Yeah, that's system. good. I mean, that, I think John, I don't know if John's watched that, but I think season three, episode eight, it jumps the shark. Um, oh, well, don't tell me that, do. and I'm not going to watch it. Well, that you got two and a half seasons there. Yeah, let me see if that recorded. Hmm. Watch The Expanse on, on Amazon. <laughs> you get the bird? Wow. Yeah. Here, that was real. That was Watch on the... the Expanse on... <laughs> On Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good message, huh? Yeah, so you say it's good, but then you say to jump the shark, so now I'm not going to watch it. It just gets a little silly. Um, and then there's a couple slow episodes where there's not enough CGI, uh, but it picks up again. I'm All on right, the, I got to get out of it. Okay, who cares what you're watching anyway? Now I think about it. Uh, Lost in Space is returning for a third and final season this year. Okay, third and final, huh? Yeah. But don't bother watching Wonder Woman. I notice a lot of things are in their final season. Wonder Woman blows. 
Oh. Well, if you got nothing else to watch. Mm, that's true. Um, Cobra Kai is, they just released a new season of that. I, oh, really? I watch, yeah, I watch every episode of it. So it's unfair of me to say I don't like it because I do like it. Right. But it's, We've it's got horrible. to admit we like it. Yeah, Come we on. like it, but it's so bad. <laughs> I mean, it is so unrealistic. And so, you know, the charm of the karate kid was that, you know, he had a he little a love kid. affair. And yeah, he was a kid. I mean, it, the, 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 now he's a grown man in his late. It look, it appears to be about sixty. The, the karate guy, Daniel Larusso, uh, played by Ralph Macchio. None of them aged well. I'm talking about like I'm almost better looking than those guys, and they're in the movies. <laughs> and um, uh, now they're adults, but they still seem to be caught up in fi- karate fighting each other. And and uh, and and there's so many problems. Kids are. Breaking their backs from karate, getting paralyzed. Yeah, There's, it looks uh, like it's really dangerous. Yeah, yeah I worse mean, than and, football. And it's a bunch of white middle class people all like like fighting like gang fighting. It's it's. <laughs> and I, I go, where, where, where's the charm of this thing? I was like, where are the jets and the sharks? We should have some no, of that. I mean, oh, they're fighting good Lord. so much. And and the people are unattractive, and uh, the acting is horrible, and. Oh my God! Ralph Macchio is fifty-nine years old. He, he, he's still looking for his sensei, <laughs> looking for Mister Miyagi, and 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 trying to figure out um, how to fight the the other kid from the, the show. Fifty-nine years old. They can't figure out how to. You know, they're still fighting each other. <laughs> so you started watching the new season. Oh, I'm in uh, episode seven, of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to not watch it. I'm watching. It. It's just, it's just, I could, I want to beat myself with a chain for watching it. Oh my God. The last time we talked about this, I got such a lecture. Yeah. I was like, uh, I'm going to say I like it from now on. Yeah, go I'm ahead. watching it. Shame on you. <laughs> Beth laughs at me every time she sees me watching Karate Kick. She goes, this is so bad. And I go, you know what? I don't need you humiliating me about it. <laughs> Howard. Cobra Kai is fantastic. I, yeah. I, I, well, I watch every enough. episode. It's great. And Debbie also just walks out of the room if I put it on. But, <laughs> but is it, but it, is it fantastic, John, or is it fantastically like bad, good television? Yes. 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 It's the, so the first, bad. It's good. Yes. The first but, but Karate actually, Kid, but Karate Kid was fantastic. The first season of Cobra Kai is actually good. Good. Like Johnny Lawrence, you know, he was the bad guy in the early one. He's figuring it out. Ralph Macchio. Great. Second season, not as good, but still entertaining. But what they do really well is when they go back to the old karate, they do an excellent job of that. The flashback stuff, it works. Mm. Like it doesn't feel like it's forced too much. Not, you know, what happens with. uh, But doesn't Ralph Macchio, when he fights, doesn't he look like a douche? I mean, doesn't he look like a guy who still doesn't look like he knows karate? Yeah, exactly. right. Like they, 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 you don't buy that he could beat up anybody. And, and, I don't, and I, 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 he stands on that one leg. It looks like he's going to tip over. I don't, I, mean, I don't think will, this kid, I don't think this kid ever bothered to study karate. Like he got the part. Okay. When he was a kid, he got it. They probably gave him a couple of lessons, but he, even as an adult, doesn't even look like he's hit the gym. Like he, you know what I mean? It's very hard to believe that he won the all Valley tournament back in the day. Whereas yeah. the other guy who plays Johnny looks Lawrence, like the blonde guy, he looks yeah. like he can do karate. I, I, I yes. believe it. You know, he probably but does that, karate. Yeah. But they're teaching these kids, of course, and it's cheesy. But when I see the characters from the movie 30 years, 40 years ago, however long it was, when you see them today and each season they bring back somebody different, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who wants to watch you sp- it. You go ahead and spoil it. it. Nobody cares. <laughs> no, no, no. It's great. Especially this third yeah. season, Howard. I mean, he goes to, he goes to Japan. <laughs> yeah. And then relive that whole thing. Because he needs to figure out how to beat up uh, the, the, the Cobra Kai guys. I mean, and, and you keep waiting geez. to to see if Elizabeth and, and, and the police show up, and it's it's great. It's great. the kids at school are beating the shit out of each other. And the police have no interest. I mean, it, 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 it's crazy. But what <laughs> cracks me up is is he also the students he gets are all terrible. Yeah, they, they can't all look like fight him. either. Right, <laughs> they all look like him. 
And that, that, so they, they, it's a they, bunch of the, losers. And that original guy who teaches the kids those the the, the mean kind of horrible karate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a complete sociopath, and nobody. John, yeah, John Kreese. You get you surely get he has committed crimes. But, right. <laughs> Somebody well, they just check. They He's telling the kids to go in and, and go in, go in and kill the other kids. <laughs> <laughs> Gilligan's Island is more believable. Oh, uh, but entertaining? Absolutely. Yes, I, absolutely. I, I have to. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm with you on The Crown. I think The Crown is one of the best TV shows ever. Made. Oh, my God. Fantastic. So good. So good. But tell them what else you watched. I watched... Um, I watched New Year's Rock and Eve. I'm halfway through that. I haven't seen J Lo's performance yet, but I was. I oh, mean, just Jesus. wait to see that now. <laughs> I didn't that, watch I, it. I looked pretty bad. <laughs> All I know is I heard her screeching through uh, "Dream On," the Aerosmith song, and then people oh, were like, no. "Her triumphant, J Lo's triumphant New Year's Eve performance of Dream On." And I saw a clip of it on my Twitter. Holy fuck! I mean, it sounded like my cat screaming from 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 getting a from getting a tooth removed, like. Dreamer, dreamer. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, Shut God, the I'm gonna fuck have up. To watch that now. Yeah. Well, I watched the whole new season of Mandalorian. I mean, John Favreau is some fucking genius. This guy put together Mandalorian. I love it with the baby Yoda. Did, were you okay with the Mandalorian revealing himself? Yes, I was fine with it. You know, because the whole time I'm saying, what a terrible job to get. This guy's so popular, nobody knows what he looks like. Yeah. Well, I was like, this poor actor's doing his best work in a mask. Yeah, I watched uh, Mandalorian, but I, but the, the, the New Year's Eve, I guess again, it's me getting older or me, you know, really old. I'm, I, I watched it and, the only guy I saw in there again that I liked was that Machine Gun Kelly kid. Yeah. I liked him, and um, but the hosting is so bad. I mean, I is like the, Ryan Seacrest still doing it? I would rather watch like my wall than Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> I mean, I, no offense to Ryan, he's a talented guy in the sense that he's an announcer, and I know, but good lord. Like Dick Clark went and found somebody as boring as Dick Clark to take over that <laughs> franchise. Like, That's come what on. it takes. You got to be boring. Yeah, you got to be boring. I guess. I mean, like, I mean, no offense, because the guy thinks I hate him. I've run into him a few times, and he thinks I hate him. I don't hate him. It's just I don't. It's just it's just horrible. <laughs> I would rather if they dug up Dick Clark. Right now, no matter what state of decay he's in, I don't know if he was cremated, but if he wasn't, dig his ass up, put him on some strings, and work him like a puppet to host that Dick Clark New Year's Eve. And why does he get to still call it Dick Clark's New Year's Eve? Like, like Because do we Dick need Clark to- got his name plastered on that thing and won't let go. But no other show is like that. It's not like the Johnny Carson show with Jimmy Fallon. It's no. like... You know what I mean? It's like you never see that. It's Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve with Ryan Seacrest. And Ryan's doing his best to be as milk toast and bland as Dick Clark. I mean, they had New Year's Eve before Dick Clark. It's not like it's New Year- Dick Clark's New Year's Eve. He doesn't <laughs> he own fucking finish? New Year's Eve. I like Dick Clark. I mean, well, I mean, I got nothing against the man. But Jesus, it's time to let go. Guy from the grave is controlling that show. <laughs> But they had some character on there named Big Frida. That was the most entertaining thing. Like Big Free, it should be Big Frida's Big Frida's New Year's Rockin' Eve. It's a big guy. Now I tune in for that. <laughs> yeah. Did you see Big Frida? I've got to go check this out. I didn't see Big Frida. I just figured it'd be the usual stuff. Now I don't want to say anything wrong because I, I don't know. Was Big Frida born a woman? No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so, right? I mean, it's is Big Frida a guy who wears a wig? I mean, a former guy, or is like Big Big Frida look like look like yeah, Big Frida look like Terry Crews in a wig, which I loved. <laughs> like Big Frida's like, I want to be a woman. I don't give a fuck. I got big shoulders. I'm Big Frida could break me in half. And Big oh, Frida, whenever Big, big Frida, Frida came on, I beautiful. She's got a gorgeous face. Yeah, I don't know who Big Frida is, but I'm taken with Big Frida. 
Here, I'll play you, Big Frida. I don't know what Big Frida's. I don't know. I don't know. Big Frida was one of the hosts. Oh. Let me see if I have tape of Big Frida. Do I have any tape of Big Frida, guys? I couldn't tell what Big Frida's story was. Priority page, Howard. Was that? Priority page. Priority page? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Thanks, Will. Yeah. You got to hear this about Will. What? Let me play Big Frida. Will, don't don't let me forget to talk about how you shit your bed. What? (laughs) This guy, something's wrong with him. I mean, really? He went, he had to get a colonoscopy. And you know how you do prep for a colonoscopy? Yes. He drank all that stuff. So in the middle of the night, he just shit the entire, like, just shit all over his bed. And he goes, well. Imagine, he he lives with a woman. He's got a wife. And he woke his wife up to tell her that she shit, that he shit the bed. Like, he had, like, hey, here's some big news. You married a baby. <laughs> I feel asleep do you and lose- woke up in a puddle. But, dude, when you, but how do you sleep through that experience? Don't you wake don't up know. and go, like, when I have to pee, I don't pee in my bed. I just go, oh, shit, I got to get up and go pee. I mean, it was pretty, I was pretty far along in the prep. So, you know, it was basically leaking out of me at that point. But oh, dude. Um, I fell asleep. I don't know. And what did you do after you shit the bed? Like, like oh how much God, shit I, was in your bed? Well, you know, at that point, it's basically water. It's not like a turd or anything like that. So I right. woke up. I'm like, oh, my God. I felt my ass. And it was all wet. I'm like, oh, no, this happened. So then, of course, I had to wake up my wife real quick. So like, we got to change the sheets, put down towels. So, yeah, we pulled the sheets off. And unfortunately, a little bit got to the mattress. <laughs> and didn't you wet your bed a couple of months ago? Yeah, that one I got no excuse for. I don't know what the hell happened there. But, Is something medically was... wrong with you? I mean, seriously, no. dude. No, I had an accident. Listen, it's a an prep. accident. It's all that. It's all that. that I have prepped, I, I've gotten four or five colonoscopies in my life. I've taken Miralax, and you're right. I mean, you know, your stomach gurgles, and there's a lot of yeah. water in your system. But then all of a sudden, when I have to go to the bathroom, I get up, and I shit. You know, or whatever comes out. But what about in the middle? Like, I had to, the, the prep ended at midnight. So then I had right. like six or seven hours to kill. I don't okay. know. I just fell asleep and it came out of me. Yeah. So your body wakes you up when something's going to come out. I never yeah, wake up. Were you drinking? What was going on? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy what he's saying. <laughs> it's gross. And why did your prep end at midnight? Like, why wouldn't you start I don't your prep know. That earlier? was annoying, too. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm, you know, I'm, I got to sleep for a few hours. Mm. It was horrible. Don't worry. It's, it's all been cleaned up. <laughs> God, if that happened to me with Beth, I'd kill myself. Like, I don't want her to see me shitting in the bed. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't a choice. <laughs> yeah, I kind of think say. it is. I think you just shit the bed. I just think you were too lazy to get up. <laughs> Are you shitting right now? Not right now. Right now, I feel good. So how how are you controlling it? How are you controlling shitting right now? Like well, why are you just shitting that, in your pants? That laxative. You could give that me twelve thousand tons of that laxative. I still wouldn't shit my bed. Oh, I can't. We'll see. Big shot. If this happens to you I, one day, I, it hasn't. We all make mistakes. Me. I'm not gonna <laughs> make mistake. That's not a mistake. That's a catastrophe. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. So I'm looking getting, at Big Frida's uh, little uh What is Big Frida? Here. What what's the Big story? Big Frida's there? real name, full name, Freddie Ross, gender female. Yeah. What was he Age born a man? 42. It doesn't tell me whether she was born a man. Oh. Well, maybe I have it wrong. I don't know. But I liked it. She was like, born she was born a man. She was born Freddie Ross 40 years ago. Yeah, I I'm into Big Frida. Here's Big Frida. But a New Orleans native who knows the city inside and out is there to keep the celebration going and help us count down to 2021 in the central time zone. Big Frida, what you got going on down there? Yes, it's me, Big Frida, the queen diva. We are set and ready, baby. I'm here in the French quarters in New Orleans with a few dozens of my best friends. And I was like, whoa. Big Frida's not even trying to put on uh, that, that voice. you the know, that, feminine that, voice. <laughs> no, no. We're one minute down to 2021, y'all. New Orleans, are you ready? No, I'm like, now there's somebody with some energy. Big Frida. I was like, I said to my wife, well, who is this Big Frida? And then she just said, <laughs> she was sleeping through the whole thing. 
Who is Big Frida? I mean, that that's the antidote to uh, Ryan Seacrest. You know, she was like, hey, everybody, this is Big Frida. What's happening? I just want to tell you that I love you all. <laughs> you know how Fred does that thing. Right. Yeah. Here's Big Frida answering questions from the New York City crew. Happy New Year. What is your hope for the new year 2021, Big Frida? My hope for is this, for this new year is not to spend a single night in my bed. I plan to be on tour all 2021, baby. Yeah, you see? That's energy. Hey, here's somebody I can watch. Every time they go to Big Frida, I would stay tuned. Ryan Seacrest, I just fast forward through. That's it. But uh, Big Frida's big, let me tell you. And then, and she doesn't bullshit around. She doesn't even make an attempt to put on like some kind of voice. She's like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm Big Frida. <laughs> I said to Beth, Big Frida should be the next Bachelorette. Oh, my goodness. Now you're really setting yep. things mm. on a tilt. <laughs> I listen on Sirius XM. I listen to the Spectrum. That's my channel that I listen to, and and of course Lithium and um, and Deep Tracks. But the Spectrum plays. It's what their name is. It's like we play the spectrum of music, new music, old music, and they're playing that new track by the Foo Fighters that I told you about. Shame, shame. It's so uh -huh. catchy. I, I can't stop singing that song. And it's very rare that a new song will capture my attention, but it's very, very good. I, I hesitate to play it right now because I'll be singing it all day. But that Dave Grohl is amazing. Like, he really comes up with catchy tunes over and over. Like, most people in music, I notice, have a shelf life. You know what I mean? They, they have a period right, of time. Right, they have where, a period of time. Yeah, and I figured his shelf life is up. You know, it's like, okay, he can go tour now with old Foo Fighters songs. But uh, he came up with a new one that's catchy. I shouldn't play this. Walking around my house going, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's catchy. It's catchy. I had a lot of time to think over vacation. I was thinking about Neil Young. It's another guy. Yes. I, this guy, he amazes me. You know, I was watching videos of him when he was young. Not only was he good looking, you know, he had the long hair and the good mm -hmm. look, the good looks. He could sing, he could write hit songs, and he can play the guitar masterfully. Like, who is he to get all of those gifts? You know what I mean? Like, like why him? Why not me? Isn't why there me? a price for something like that? Yeah. Did he make a deal? I, I'm, I'm, I was watching it. I was watching, um, he did a concert in 1971. So, like, he's this young kid. He's got the long hair, the good looks. He's playing guitar. And he's at Massey Hall. Where is Massey Hall? 
Uh, I'm supposed to know that, I guess. But it's Neil Young live from Massey Hall, 1971. And I'm like, look at this fucking guy. He's, he's. <laughs> it's a new song. New song. I'm gonna whip it out. That I wrote about my ranch. Yeah, show off. I live on a ranch now. He has a ranch. Yeah, he even has cool banter, like on stage when he was young. Like, you know, hey man, I live on a ranch. And I'm like, fuck you, you live on a ranch. Wish I had enough money for a ranch. You know, I was when I used to listen to this shit, I'd be in high you school. You wish you had enough money for an apartment. I wish I had enough money to get the fuck out of where I lived. <laughs> Whipping out a new song. And of course the, the song is Old Man. I never Oh, Massey Hall is in uh it seems to be in Toronto. There's this old man who lives on it that, uh, he came with the place when I bought it, you know, like, they have, uh, ranches have foremans, you know, usually it sort of like stays there with the cows no matter who owns it. Cool banter. He's about 70 years old or something like that. Even the bullshit he's doing now with the guitar sounds good. You know what I mean? You know where he's going. Right. Look, look. He's even got the... He even has the confidence to just start tuning his guitar on stage. Like, he's like, fuck you. Wait wait for the song. When I get to it, I'll get to it. I just wrote this song the other day, and... I'll just play it now for the first time for you people and blow you away. Oh man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. I can't imagine the lineup of women oh, who fuck him after a show like this. I mean, it must have been I'm dazzling. Like That's just him on guitar. And the whole crowd is quiet. And you know there were hot chicks there. They must have. He must have fucked till his dick fell off. That's all I can think about. I'm like looking at this tape, and I'm like, "What the hell?" So much more. Paradise that means so much to me. I don't even know the lyrics. Such a cause. Give me things that don't get lost, like a coin that won't get. I don't even remember the lyrics. I wrote a song. I don't know. If I wrote a song, I'd have to have it written out for me. I'm not going to memorize it. <laughs> oh, man, take a look at my... I mean, good-looking, wrote these songs, singing, playing the guitar. Fuck you. Listen to this. Then he breaks into Ohio during this oh. Massey Hall kind yeah, oh, I mean, you think that's good? Listen yeah. to this. Fuck you! Listen to the tuning. Like, just the balls to tune up in front of me. Well, Leslie did that on something you played sure. earlier today. I said, look yeah. at that. He's tuning up. Mm, tuning up. <laughs> and the tuning sounds better than anything I've ever played on guitar when I was trying. <laughs> what a talent. The fact that he could even tune up without, like, having some sort of assistance. Like, right. He can just do it by ear. In front of a bunch of people. Like, that's a talent. Amazing, yeah. Yeah. I knew a guy when I was a kid, we had a piano, and my mom would hire a guy once a year to come in and tune the piano, and he made a whole living just tuning. Like, <laughs> Neil Young could have done that. <laughs> and then my father would go, why are we tuning the piano? He can't even play. <laughs> and I'd feel really shitty, because there really was no point. He doesn't even practice, and I pay all that money for lessons. I thought Ellen played. Yeah, she played. But who cared? (laughs) (laughs) You ready? You ready? No, just, you know, he knows you're white. (laughs) Me, 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 me. Massey Hall. He's back in Massey Hall. It was considered a triumph because he was back in Canada. He's from Canada. Right. And this is their most important music event. 
And, and P.S. Like the guy, like he has a hit band with Buffalo Springfield. He leaves them. Like he's with Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. He's like, "Fuck you! I'll just go back to Crazy Horse." He doesn't even care. He doesn't need anyone. What a life! Listen to that riff. He wrote that. Went into the woods and wrote it in like 15 minutes. What a dick. This summer What a talent. Should we get all that talent? Oh. You know, somebody's probably running to Neil saying, Oh my God, you got to hear what Howard Stern said about you. <laughs> It's going to hear this. Yeah, right. you, Neil. No, no, it's just I'm filled. I was filled with rage and jealousy watching him. I go, look at him. He's handsome. He's fucking ta- like not even talented. Like, yes, but this is a backhanded yeah. compliment. You I know. know and I hate I'm him hate. for it. I'm, it's like, where is my why can't I even just play a couple of notes to get it right? Oh, my God. Why should you even be campfire good? Yeah, I'm not even camp. Like, I have friends who are campfire good. You know what I mean? <laughs> I used to go to summer camp with this guy, Eddie, and he played guitar. And he, you know, he, he practiced a lot. And he played good for a guy I knew. You know, and rightly so. Now he's like a social worker or something. I saw him <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's that's right. Yeah, you're not a professional guitar. But Neil Young, oh, my God. What a show off. What a what a man! Oh, if I could look like well, that. Well, he's not showing off. He's doing what he can do, and you've enjoyed it. Oh, I love it. I love it. I, I I'm, <laughs> I, I'm I'm I can't even. I'm filled in with awe when I see him. <laughs> I mean, listen to what's going on here. I mean, we, listen to that. That's tuning, and it's good. <laughs> tuning. I wish I could tune that good. By the way, at this concert, he switches back and forth between guitar and piano. Like he gets oh, tired of wow. playing the guitar. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> uh, go look it up. Neil Young, Massey Hall, 1971. And tell me if you don't want to bash your head through a windshield. Because <laughs> I do. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Somebody's got to listen, Howard. I know. I don't want to be the listener. <laughs> Went in the woods and wrote this. Graham Nash goes, yeah, Neil was upset about Kent State. Went in the woods for 20 minutes and called us into the recording studio. Yeah. Gotta get down to it. Fuck you. Poor Neil, get the crap kicked out of him Fuck today. Oh. Good. He, I love him. <laughs> I love him. It doesn't sound like it. I said to Robin one time, this was back in the 80s, I said, Robin, I'm going in the woods. I'd read about Neil Young. I'm going in the woods. I came out with poison ivy. <laughs> and she looked at me and laughed, just the way she's laughing now to this <laughs> day. Remember that day I walked out with the poison? I said, I'm going I in the do, woods to write a song. I'm, I'm going to write something about Kent State. That was it. And Kent State was long gone by then. You, it was the moment it passed. I know. I was way behind the time. <laughs> uh, Jennifer in Illinois. Lovely Illinois. Jennifer, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hey, baby. Hold it. I think hey. someone just invented a telephone in Illinois. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. It finally got Hello. to Illinois. Hello. Hello. Yes, uh, AT and T just got to Illinois yesterday. If they sound like they're a little unfamiliar with a phone, now you know why. Hello, hello, hello. Is this thing working? Hello. Hello. You hold one part to your ear, and the other part you speak into. Hi. What can I do for you, Jennifer? Gotcha. All right. So you know you're always reviewing. You're always reviewing the Netflix shows, and you just jotted down an Amazon show you're going to watch. And I want to know how you invest. Who are you know your fit your physical fit sit on a couch or wherever you sit and watch these you know you watch the Mandalorian you watch I would love to to watch all of these that you tell us to watch but you know you only have so much time in a day and how do you have time to watch all of these shows and review them? Well, first of all, 
you know, my work is to be watching shows. Right. right. <laughs> so well, I'm working. I'm not, well, uh, you know. Well, but, but you're fit. Um, you're fit. Most people that would sit and watch and binge watch a show are going to be, I don't want to say overweight or not physically fit, but. I just, I can, I find time to watch one at a time, and it seems like you can watch so many and get you know them done. Weird? I know you were on just on holiday. It does sound weird when you analyze my life, because I spend a lot of my time painting um, or preparing for the show and doing work for the show. Right. And it's weird right. to hear, like, you'd That's think, like, wow, how's he find all the time to watch these shows? But somehow I squeeze it in. I don't know. I mean, it's weird. It is weird. And now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, yeah, hey, Howard. I've, someone, Gary says to me today, hey, did you watch that new uh, Bee Gees um, the, documentary? The documentary? Did you? I go, I go, of course. Yes, I did. Wow. And then he goes, well, did you, both, did you watch, uh, did you watch the new, uh, I go, yeah, yeah, of course I did. Yeah. Did. And then I'll talk to Ronnie. He go, did you watch uh, FBI? Uh, I go, yes. Do you watch SEAL Team 6? I go, yes, I did. And, and I realize it sounds like I'm spending most of my life watching TV, but uh, I don't know. And then I watch The Bachelor. It's almost but, sounding like you're getting up into John Hine numbers. I know, but uh, look, I do. I'll tell you how I remain thin. One of the things I do is I do control my eating. Now, for breakfast every day, the same thing. Lunch, you know, very. I only have four options for lunch that are all low-cal. And for yeah. dinner, I, you know, four days a week, I really go minimal. And then the other thing I've done, even during quarantine, I uh, three days a week, I work out with weights, which are, by the way, when I say weights, yeah. I might as well just lift my arms in the air. Like, <laughs> I use like three pounds, but... But um, but I also get on the Peloton every day. Yeah. Not every, yeah. Day, every day. Three days a week, yeah. and and I walk on a treadmill. You know, you got to hear this how how I've gotten. Um, now with this quarantine, hey, look, I, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not that hard for me because I'd rather just sit in my room and paint. And now I have the perfect. Uh, you know, I, if I'm sitting and painting, the time goes by. I'm not looking to do anything but paint. So it's the perfect antidote to any kind of loneliness that most people suffer. If you paint, you want to be alone.